sitting for an entire hour can be a daunting task. But we all know how powerful and important prayer is. We have God's ear. God moves in power when his people pray. He loves hearing from you. He loves connecting with you. And as the Easter season approaches, we have an opportunity and a duty to come before God in prayer. So this hour-long prayer guide will help you to pray for your church, pray for your pastors, pray for your family and friends, lift them up to God, come boldly before the throne of grace, and also to prepare your own heart, your own soul, your own mind for Easter. And so we're going to start today with the Word of God, and then we'll guide you through all the different ways you can pray leading up to Easter. Let's start with Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Let's begin with a moment of silence where we can breathe deeply, let the stresses and the worries of life fall away, and focus our thoughts and attentions on God for a few moments. Let's do that now. Let's come to God now in a time of confession. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Confession is taking full responsibility for my words and actions without excuses or shifting the blame. And so in this time of prayer, let's simply confess all of our sin to God. We don't have to fear holding anything back because of Jesus. So in this quiet time, confess your sin to God right now.
Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. After a time of confession, isn't it good to know that you can know that you know that you know that Jesus is the forgiver of your sins and the leader of your life. He truly is Savior and Lord. And so although we confess our sin to him, we don't have to hide in that sin. We don't have to be ashamed of that because Jesus paid for it all on the cross. Now that our time of confession is over, let's go to God in prayer by honoring him. Honoring is related to glory and praise. It's just a way of saying, God, you are incredible. And I want to tell you how wonderful and amazing you are. 1 Peter 2, 23-24 says this, When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Let's take just a moment together and honor God for the cross that pivotal moment in the history of the entire world when God was willing to suffer and die for you. So take a moment to honor him for the cross right now.
Matthew 28, 1-10. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. As we continue to honor God, take just a moment to honor God for the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Take a moment and do that now.
Acts 1, 6-8. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. As we continue honoring God, take a moment and honor him and praise him for filling you with the Holy Spirit.
now that we have confessed our sin to God and honored God, let's move into a time of asking God, of bringing our requests before him. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And so the Bible invites us and even commands us as followers of Jesus to ask God for what we want and what we need. As Easter approaches, let's take a moment now to pray for our lost friends and family members our co-workers and our neighbors. Let's bring them before God by name. Pray for them, ask God to save them and rescue them from their sin. Ask God to make the resurrection of Jesus real to them. So let's take a few moments to do that now.
it's a beautiful truth that God loves our lost friends and family and neighbors even more than we do. And I believe this Easter, God's going to reach many of them through Easter services at churches all over the world. So let's take a few minutes and pray for the Easter service at your church and ask God to bless it, that it goes well, that the gospel is clear, and that people who need the hope of the resurrection are showing up. So take a few minutes to pray for Easter at your church right now.
as we're praying about Easter services at our churches, it reminds us that churches are blessed when they have godly leaders. Let's take a few minutes to pray for our church leaders. That could be the pastor, the associate pastor, a director. It could be elders or deacons in your church and maybe small group leaders or Sunday school leaders as well. Let's pray for spiritual protection for them. Let's pray for clear vision. Let's pray for godliness and that they would resist temptation, that God would fill their life with godly friends and loving people for their marriages and their ministries. So let's take a few moments to pray for our church leaders right now.
as we pray for our churches, it's good to remember that God's church is bigger than my local church. There is a global church out there all across the world. And in many ways, Christianity is thriving in places like Africa and Asia and South America. And so as we lift up our vision, we want to cry out to God for the global church. Let's pray for Christians around the world, Christians who are persecuted in places, Christians on every continent, that this Easter, God would fill them with the life and the hope of Jesus, fill them with the Holy Spirit, and help them to be effective in reaching the lost with the message of Jesus. Let's take a few moments to pray for them now.
now that we've asked God for what we want and what we need, it is so important to end by thanking God. To live with thankfulness is to live with joy. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says this, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I love that it says give thanks in all circumstances because we know that God works all those things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So let's focus on what we can thank God for. Let's start by thanking him for defeating Satan, sin, and death through the resurrection, three of our worst enemies. God has defeated Satan, sin, and death, and let's thank him for that right now.
When it comes to thankfulness, I've heard this question asked before. What if tomorrow we only had the things we had thanked God for today? Let's take a minute and thank God for all of the blessings that he has given to us in our lives. And so whatever comes into your mind, all of the ways God has been good to you, let's thank him for all of the blessings he has given us right now. Because God has defeated Satan, sin, and death, he has secured the hope of heaven as our eternal home. Everyone who knows Jesus has an eternal home in heaven because of the power of the resurrection. So let's thank God right now for giving us that eternal security in heaven.
we are saving the best for last, let's take just a moment and thank God for saving us. God has rescued you from your sin. He has rescued you from Satan. He has rescued you from wrath. And he has brought you into his heavenly kingdom and loved you as a child. So take just a few moments now to thank God for saving you. Thank you so much for praying with us today. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that prayer moves heaven. And I hope you'll allow me to end today by praying for you. Heavenly Father, for those who are listening and those who are praying, my prayer is that they will be filled with hope and joy because Jesus defeated Satan, sin, and death. I pray that the hope of the resurrection is real to them, that it gives them strength to keep going when they're discouraged, to stay faithful to our God. 
I also pray for boldness for them as they think about who they're going to invite to Easter services at their church. God, we pray your Holy Spirit would already be on the move, already working in people's lives. So when they show up and invite, you're already there, God. I'm praying for a harvest of people who are trusting in Jesus as those bold invitations go out to come and hear the good news at Easter. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you're looking to get more prayer into your life, you can always subscribe to this podcast, The Word and Prayer Daily. But whether it's this or something else, our deepest desire for you is just that you would live a life of prayer as you follow the way of Jesus. Thanks for joining us in this. Thank you for praying. God bless and have a great Easter.